two, one. Welcome to Artist on Record, your ultimate intimate conversation with your favorite artist. I am Stefan Adika. Thank you for being here. Do me one favor. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell to be notified so you don't miss any other episodes. Also, give us a thumbs up. Make sure you support the channel that way, any way you can. And also check out our merch store down below. You can buy something cool. It supports the channel. But what I will do for the first 25 that's 25 people that subscribe here. I'll do a little contest. I need 25 to enter. Number one, I need you to subscribe. Go to www.adikalive.com. Go to contacts. Enter your mailing address, shirt size. Make sure you subscribe to this channel on YouTube. Uh, I'll pick your name out of a hat next week live on the air. You'll win a shirt from us, one that I'm wearing, but not that one. I'll give you a brand new one. Also, for you vinyl lovers out there, a free vinyl slip mat sent from me to you for subscribing and show me some love. Send it right back. Alrighty. Today we remember the day the music died. On February 3rd, 1959, Buddy Holly, Richie Valance, the Big Bapa, J.P. Richardson, and pilot Roger Peterson were killed in a plane crash near Clear Lake, Iowa. They were headed to their next stop on their tour. They were traveling in midwinter and it was absolutely freezing. They ended up making it to Clear Lake, but their next stop was Moorhead. This would have been a 365-mile bus ride with tour members getting frostbite, sick and dirty clothes combined. With not getting good sleep, they decided to take a plane. According to Waylon Jennings, it was so cold on the bus, we'd wear all our clothes, coats, and everything. I couldn't believe how cold it was. At the time, Waylon Jennings was playing bass for Buddy Holly on tour. Richie Valens wanted to fly as well, so he and Buddy Holly's guitarist held a coin toss for the final seat. Richie Valens ended up winning. Now, also there's rumors about Dion from Dion and the Belmonts, who was on tour with them too, that the coin toss was with him. At this time, if everybody who said they flipped a coin with Buddy Holly was supposed to be on that plane, they'd need a 747. There was a song written called The Day the Music Died. And uh, a lot of people uh, define that day with, uh, with those words. But I never let that song or that book define it for me. That was the day the music was born, in a sense. That was the day the music truly started. That was the day rock and roll was born. We were crisscrossing the upper Midwest. Minnesota, Wisconsin, uh, Iowa, and uh, it was cold. The tour was to last for 25 days, 25 shows in a row. We uh, do a show. We got to get to Duluth, Minnesota the next night, which is like almost 400 miles, maybe 360, 380, I don't know. January 31st. Saturday night in Duluth, incredible show. Sunday, we get on a bus, we're gonna go to Appleton, Wisconsin, and Green Bay. Uh, we, have, we have a matinee in Appleton at 1.30, and we have a show in Green Bay, which is right above it, you know, stone's throw. So we start out on uh, Route 2, coming, coming down to hit 51. We, we make a turn at Ironwood. We're on our way down to Appleton, and the bus breaks down early Sunday morning. Who's open 
early Sunday morning, 4 o'clock in the morning. We got to uh, the surf ballroom very late. Uh, it was like 5, 6 o'clock, and we had an 8 o'clock show. We jump out of the bus, everybody's getting ready, shaving, you know, uh, getting ready for an 8 o'clock show. Buddy seeks out the, the promoter, Carol Anderson, looking to charter a plane. Buddy called me over, said, hey, get JP, call Richie. We went into a room, a vacant dressing room. He shut the door. He was kind of a classy guy, didn't want to offend anybody. He said, hey, listen, I chartered a plane. We're the guys making the money. Uh, I got, the only problem is there's two seats, so only two of you could go. Uh, Want to work it out, flip a coin. We flipped. JP pulls heads. He says, listen, heads, you go. Tails, you ride in the golden chariot. I pull heads, Richie gets tails. When he told me $36 to get on that plane to split the cost, that was like a magic number for me. My parents always argued about the $36 a month rent in Bronx, New York City. He was so cold, sick, and lonely looking. Uh, I, and he was alone. I had my homeboys, the Belmonts, with me. I said, Richie, you take this. You take it. You go. And uh, he said, thanks. By the t when we walked out of that dressing room, we knew who was going to be on that flight. After the show, great finale. We had a ball. We rocked. We <laughs> solos, you know, we, we had, the place was jammed, 1,500 people, uh, very happy with the whole thing. Carol Anderson pulls up in a station wagon. Richie says uh, to me, I hope, I hope this uh, plane has a better heater than the bus. I said, Richie, take your coat, you know. And uh, Buddy says to me, Dion, Dion, take care of my guitar. Dion, take care of my guitar like you take care of your testicles. So I, I looked at him, I never heard him, you know, I'm thinking, yeah, I tell you, know, I get it. Right. From what I understand, the guys got on that plane 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, to fly to Fargo, which was right over the Red River, five minutes from Moorhead. The next morning, we had some bus trouble. We had some bus trouble on the way, but the next morning when we arrived, it almost seemed like summer to me. It was like 10, 10.30 in the morning. The sun was shining. I, I remember it kind of warm. I get off the bus. I know Sam Geller had, Sam Geller was the tour manager of the winter dance party. We're watching this TV in the lobby. There were uh, this black and white TV and it said, rock and roll stars die in plane crash. Buddy Holly, the big bopper, Richie Valance. And I'm looking at Sam, he's looking at me. I'm, I'm dumbfounded. I, I, I don't know what to make of it. I'm like in shock. And he comes over to me and he says, uh, they didn't make it. I, I said, what do you mean, Sam? He says, the plane crashed. Long, long time ago, I can still remember how that... As we remember February 3rd, the story is legend, but the term the day the music died was coined by Don McLean's number one hit song from 1971, American Pie. I got the music died. I was honored to have the chance to sit and talk with Don, and here's Don about that song. 
what the real experience of listening to that song American Pie is to listen to the album. What what about when you wrote the lyrics? When you're writing it, because the lyrics are, this, are there lyrics that you wish or you oh should I put this in now? I'm going to take that. Did you have a battle with yourself? No. With, no. Um, the tough part. The beginning of the song happened all in one go. I sang it right into the tape recorder, and I write songs. I sing the words at the same time. It's as if I want to tell you something, and I sing in poetry, and the melody happens all at once. So this happened from a long, long time ago, right to the day the music died, into the tape recorder, and I said to myself, what the heck was that? You know, because I'd been very much into your buddy Holly and his plane crash and this event, it had affected me very deeply as a kid. I was 13, I guess, or 14. Mm -hmm. I carried it with me and um, would eventually ask Phil Everly um, when I was at Newport in 1969, the Everleys were there. They just killed the crowd. You know, it was probably one of the greatest. And a man landed on the moon at the same time on that weekend. So it was, you can imagine what it was like. Yeah. So many stars um, made their debut at uh, uh, Van Morrison, James Taylor, Joni Mitchell. Um, uh, the Everly Brothers were there. Ike Everly was there. Muddy Waters was there. I mean, just go on and on and on. I mean, it was. I was lucky enough to be there. And I walked up to Phil Everly and I said, yeah, I, I know you were really good friends with Buddy Holly. You know, what, what, you know, like I was, I was a kid. You know, I said, well, what happened? You know, mm-hmm. and he looked at me so sweetly because he was a sweet guy. And he said, well, Buddy had to, to go ahead to do his laundry. And that changed everything. That one thing that he said to me started this. My mind is different from a lot of people's. You know, I'll hold on to things for years and I won't use it until I'm ready to. So all of a sudden I saw a guy in a miserable tour doing it for the money, trying to start his life over with a new wife and a baby on the way to take this tour. And he's just freezing in this plane. He's got to get ahead of this thing for just, just for a few hours because he was singing every single night. So he was just going to gain only about three or four hours by flying. And then three or four hours, he was going to be in the laundromat. Mm-hmm. so all of a sudden i had this person you know and i fell in love with him all over again and um he started percolating in the back of my head and then i found out that this guy named henry who worked at the uh, manny's music store was buddy holly's best man i knew henry very well but i didn't know that about him so i asked him are you buddy's best man yeah i was he used to come in here all the time when he lived in new york and so on So all of a sudden, this person, anyway, the the thing just came out full blown. And then I found this crazy chorus because I wanted to write a rock and roll song. And then I created a rock dream. That's what I did, basically. I started singing. I got a letter from a man named John Goldrosen who wrote the book called The Buddy Holly Story. And this was about 1972 or three. He wrote me this letter. And he said, um, until, you, until American Pie came out, nobody was interested in a book about a dead rock and roll star. After the song, I immediately got a publisher for this book. 
the book became the script for the movie. I then had terror several years later, but Gary Busey and the director and producer of the movie come to my dressing room and they came in, they sat down. I said, hi boys. Nice to see you. And Busey said, Dodge says, we just came here to tell you we're making this movie called the Buddy Holly story. And it would never have been made without your song. American pie is what really caused it all to happen today. The music died. Now, if you enjoyed this channel and you want to see more episodes, make sure you click on the box up here. Also, subscribe and hit that bell to be notified. Until then, kids, it's only rock and roll, and we like it. Remember, who loves you, baby? We do. Now get out of here, you crazy kids. We'll catch you all later. Bam. <laughs>